One, two, three, go. Right now? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to <laughs> Random Draw Podcast, episode number eight. Uh, eight. This is eight. We did a full week of episodes last episode. Yeah. So this is episode eight. Wait a eight. minute. What do you mean a full week of... Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, that okay. was, yeah. yeah. Welcome to episode eight. <laughs> Despite how Mark described it, I figured it out. Uh, uh, I am your host, Daniel Wann. I'm here with Mark Belial. Hey, guys. And David Hubbard. That's me. We were just doing some discussion. And so we've been doing this fun thing that maybe we should talk about and because we've never referenced it. So when we come into the studio, which we have an act, not we don't own a studio, but we <laughs> one go. Of us works one of us works studio. at a studio and we get to use it for free. So when we come in, we do sound checks and the sort. We just talk for like 20 minutes. So we've been putting that at the end of our show. So if you just keep listening past the, the board game stuff, we just start talking about random other stuff. That actually happens before the show. To us. But we put it at the end of the show. Just some extra like yeah. um, sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's not. But if you listen to, at the end of this one, Mark spoils the new movie Glass. I sure do. Yes, so, he does. Wa- just, there's just, your warning. Just saw it today. <laughs> I'm half tempted to spoil it here. <laughs> Agent well, of chaos. I already gave I already gave a warning, so <laughs> you've been warned. Uh, All right. So we did actually get to play some new games these past two weeks. Yeah. Uh, why, why don't we start with Rattle Battle? Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is a game I picked up at PAX for four dollars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, this game originally what fifty bucks? Sixty. I bucks? imagine yeah. the MSRP was like fifty or sixty bucks. They had a huge pile of them, <laughs> and uh, were practically giving them away for four dollars. Um, and the reason for this, I think, is because because it's, it's not, not good. good. Right. So <laughs> I think that has some, You know what? They were still moving units, though. Like You know the, what? They were. At four units? No, or four bucks a unit? no way that they're making <laughs> their money back on this. There's no way they're even break even at four. I think they well, were just like, hey, man, if you take this, we don't have to pay to store it. Exactly. I don't have to <laughs> yeah. ship this back anywhere. The components are really nice, yeah. though. For it's, it's got metal coins. Yeah. I am a sucker great. for metal coins. Uh, yeah. So the basics of Rattle Battle is it's a pirate-themed game-ish. You yeah. are ships. And you're going out on on missions, and you're trying to destroy merchant ships or whatever. You have like and then, a, a fleet of ships, yeah, which so is not really how pirates the, work. Here's the problem yeah. with this game, and I think Candy put it the best. She said it's like they tried to take a couple different games and smash them together, but it just didn't work. Right, yeah. and, and sometimes that, that does work because mm-hmm. Spartacus, Spartacus, Spartacus is a Spartacus great example. Is yeah. Three distinct games smushed together, but it works oh, fantastic. So well, so well, and they rattle battle not as much. So in rattle battle, you have these really nice ships cardboard cutouts and everyone gets their own ship cardboard cutout and you put different power-ups on it sails or cannons or bigger holds so you can uh, fit more stuff into it but the problem is the crux of the game is you sending your ships and i use that term loosely because it's actually just your colored dice the actual ship themselves is just your player board whereas your ships that go into combat are these dice that are dropped into the top of the box, which is the ocean, ocean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It is blue. And I it's broken into like four <laughs> quadrants. That are meaningless. They really are. Completely meaningless. Yeah, I was so, I was so, so <laughs> confounded when I, because I arrived late that night. Mm-hmm. And you really I'm didn't miss watch, anything. I know, I was watching you guys play, and I was like, I don't, what is happening here? So the Commodore, who's the first player, <laughs> Um, I didn't know it was called the Commodore. Yeah, they're called the Commodore. Oh, okay. Um, Clearly. (laughs) Everyone decides how many ships they're going to give to this combat. 
the Commodore takes all of the NPC ships, as well as all of the player ships, holds them out, and then drops them over the middle of this, of the top of the box. And then wherever they land, stuff happens. That's your deployment. But the problem is, at this point, you're basically playing a miniatures combat game. Like, super, super light. Yeah, but very like, light. This is, like, the base of the game. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where all the action happens. This is where you get your loot. This is where you prosper in the game. Yeah, this is where you sink ships, and you board ships, and you... And then you do. You get your loot. You get some victory points. You get whatever it is. Uh, coins, which are victory points in this right. game. And then you go back after you do this a certain number of times. Uh, and different cards uh, basically say what different ships do. And I mean, there's a bunch of little nitpicky rules. But the crux of it is your dice is your mini of your ship. And then sometimes it gets sunk. Sometimes you sink other things. You can move it a little bit with a sail using the side of a card like to measure it like a miniatures game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like it, it's not fun. Yeah, like, it's th- really and my not- problem is the rest of the game I actually really liked. So I thought that the level up system or the power up system was really neat. You go to the market and there's and, a bunch of different yeah. stuff at the market. There's unique upgrades. There's general upgrades. I really liked how you could just use some of it to buy a crew. Get some hire right. some crew for your and ship. And they give you like you can reset your sail or yeah. reset your gun or whatever. Some other things to use during this mini combat. That you That's play. so weird though. It is weird. <clears throat> It's like it's so strange that it turns into like a dice chucking minis. Well, battle. that's like it. It almost works. It it's works like it's, without the dice chucking. Yeah, the dice chuck. But even the dice chucking thing almost works. So we played with four people. Mm-hmm. So if Dave is the Commodore, he uh, drops the dice or whatever. He gets to go first, and if I'm the fourth player, everything can be done by the time it gets back to me, and I just don't have an option. Like, yeah, that, everything's that done. happened to us once. There was only three ships in the combat. I cannoned one, Candy cannoned one, and Amber cannoned yeah. one, and then and it I'm got just, to Dan, yeah, and there like, were no more NPC yeah, ships. I'm like, oh, okay, I guess because Dave didn't drop my dice good enough yeah. that I didn't uh, get a shot gotcha. at doing this. And there's no uh, PvP, so like it's purely you right. against whatever merchant ships are on the board. You in no way can fight each other. Gotcha. Or interact with each other. The only thing you can do to each other is get closer to a merchant ship than someone else, so you get the gold instead of them. So like, that's it. What could they have done to make it fun? Like I, Candy and I had a whole conversation about this, because I legitimately liked the entire rest of the game outside of the actual ship combat, mm-hmm. and I wish that, and I don't know how this would work, but I almost wish the ship combat. Worked uh, Dice Throne. Oh, d- oh, okay. Oh, Like, if you right. had a more, like, the combat, you went into the combat area, and you had NPCs, but you could also try to sink your friendships. Mm-hmm. And you had almost, like, that version of dice chucking. So you could keep the dice. Yeah. Keep the dice chucking, but treat it more like, oh, and we talked about that last podcast. So if you don't know about Dice Throne, go listen to the last podcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last episode. But make it more like that, where now I can, I can Yahtzee my dice. And each of us get to do it. And my ships have different hit points and they can be sunk, but I, I can I would even them. I would get rid of multiple ships. Like you have your one yeah, ship. Yeah, one ship. Because that ship. ship is awesome. It's yeah. great. And the other the other ships are, I guess, mirror images of your one ship. Exactly. So yeah. there's no reason to have these other ships other than to have more dice. In a much improved version of this game, you would get rid of your other ships. And like Dave says, now you can attack the other. Because the only thing that the other people can do to me is kill a ship or something before I get a chance to. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and there, there's even no penalty. Like if you board ships, like all four of us could board one ship if we can touch it, which yeah. doesn't make any sense. And boarding is just adjacent. So the basic phases are 
Uh, you go around the table starting with the Commodore. Each of you can do as many actions as you want. And the actions are pretty limited based on what's on your ship. Like if you have a sail, then you can flip it over so it's a one-time use. Yeah, and you can move uh, and six inches or you something. You can move like up to the distance of, of a, a card. A length of a card. And if you're touching an NPC dice, then you can board it. But everyone does their action phase, and then whatever ships are left, then you do the uh, the next phase. So the ships that are closest to an NPC ship, or the ship that is closest, if you're boarding and multiple ships are touching, then obviously they're all equally as close. Mm -hmm. um, you either sink each other, sink that ship, and it's just based on what number showed up on the top of the dice. Highest number wins. Gotcha. It's like they took a miniatures game and dumbed it down so very much right. that it's not fun. Okay. But the rest of the game, I liked. The problem being... The rest of the game is unplayable yeah, because it, that's where you get your loot. It all hinges on what happens during the combat. Mm -hmm. And if you come back with no loot, you can't do anything. And that you, happened. Yeah. Like you, an entire round. You just didn't get anything. And and we were playing a, a rule a little wrong. Like So to shop at the markets, you don't use money. You use the loot you get from ships. And the loot you get from ships are a certain color loot. And they all mean something spice or, or whatever but yeah. if you want to upgrade your ship you have to turn in like two colors and you get to upgrade your ship that way but you don't have those colors then you have to try to exchange them for those yeah, colors a two for one exchange. for two for one exchange <laughs> but your ship can only hold one thing oh man so it's each you, ship can each, hold one each thing. ship can hold one thing yeah. but it's just like it's so fr like i don't know yeah it was a neat concept yeah it's really good production value it was a very neat concept it was a hundred percent worth four dollars oh yeah but if you would have paid yeah. 60 bucks for that I'd have been oh so angry. man yeah, yeah it, it just wasn't <laughs> so like i i get why it got bad reviews i get why it's not selling and they were mm -hmm. selling it for four bucks but at the same time it makes me sad because i think that there could have been a really neat game in there but unfortunately just didn't happen and this is rare for us to say like we generally if you list ben listen to yeah. the podcast yeah. You know, there's a lot like of games, games I don't like. Yeah. yeah, like we, yeah, there's problems with certain games here and there, but for the most part, I like most things I play. Yeah, I mean, and we're always looking on the sunny side yeah. for most yeah. games. And yeah. I will, I'm real quick to point out if I don't like something in a game, but I rarely don't like a whole, a game exactly. in whole. Exactly. Like there are certainly things in games that I'm just like, this is stupid. I wish I wasn't here, but the game as a whole, like it, it doesn't ruin it. Mm -hmm. But this game, it's just like, cause, because that combat is such a huge part of it. That it, it ruins the entirety of the game, which mm -hmm. is it's gotcha. kind of a bummer. It just feels lazy. The combat feels it lazy. It really does. And yes, that is perfect. Yeah. It, it feels like they came up with a lot of neat concepts surrounding combat. And then combat was like, well, what do you want to do, guys? And yeah. they tried to be so unique and do something so different that it just didn't work. Right, right. Yeah. And it was different. And it was very unique. But Oh, I'll give them that. It was different. But it's just not. Yeah, it's sometimes not you swing for the fences and it just doesn't mm -hmm. really work out. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I did not care for it. <laughs> I really kind of want to like gut that game and figure out a way to like redo it. Yeah. And then we'll rebrand it and re-release it. And try <laughs> exactly. <not to laughs> and, I'm yes, a, and I'm going to call it Jingle Battle. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Jingle Battle. So if anybody knows of any good lawyers out there, <laughs> yeah. write into the mailbag. We'd love to hear about it. How do them. I get around a whole game that's copyrighted? <laughs> and I changed the tiniest part. Let's say that 75% of this game is literally the same game. <laughs> yeah. And then I just put a piece of duct tape over the word rattle, rattle. and then write jingle in Sharpie. <laughs> How oh, much nice. do I have to change a game till it legally becomes mine? <laughs> this is not the first time we've had this conversation. <laughs> I'd like to change a game. 
So you, there's a company out there, and they just released Fireball Island. Oh. So, um, but there's a company out there, and it's called. Oh man, I don't remember what it's called. But I own one of their games, Downforce, and they take old games, like old old games from like the 70s, and then they make them better and re-release them. Oh, they they update them. They given update, we've come and, a long way. Right. That's what we should do. But we don't do it with older games. We do it with games <laughs> that are out right now. <laughs> This, this is a game that came out last year. Yeah, We've I d- rebranded it. <laughs> I didn't like it, but it, here's how I fix it. I can't. Oh, Milton I Bradley. Can't. No, it's not Milton no, it Bradley. No, it is not. Oh, it was originally published by Milton yeah. Bradley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, yeah. Me, let me finish the rest of the sentence. Yeah, how dare Restoration you? Games? Restoration Games? Restoration which Games, which seems like a really well, great idea boy, name for it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I can't wait to that. come out with Groot, the new version of Root. <laughs> yeah, Root. it's like for here's the deal. I wouldn't change anything. Yeah. No, 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 no. I just want money from it. They wouldn't be far. They would be farm animals now yes. instead of. Yes. Uh, oh yeah, you yes. like forest pigs? Creatures. Oh, animal farm. Yeah, reskin an animal farm. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. we just call it Groot and we straight up do a Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, oh, then we could get sued by two different people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're really maximizing our. This our, is my goal. A <laughs> risk. I'm gonna I, call this character Sun Lord. <laughs> Sun Lord. Yeah, uh, 2000. Uh, so next December, our final show will be called uh, 2019 Year of the Courthouse. Oh yeah, nice. Misa litigious. <laughs> oh man, make sure you check out our friend Ratchet the Raccoon and. Yeah. and, and group I mean, the board I mean, game. honestly, if you send me a, a strongly worded letter on some legal pa- uh, head. What yeah, is it? What letterhead. Is it? Letterhead. letterhead. Jeez, yep. I got. It. I got you. I got you, buddy. Uh, on some on some legal letterhead, I'll I'll back right down. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, you got me. There could yeah. be typos everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have money to spare on lawyers. I'm not yeah. even gonna Google if your law firm is real. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm afraid that this stain might be grape juice. <laughs> But I'm also not going to risk it. Yeah, this is either grape juice or blood, and you I could, don't yeah. want to know. You could send us that claiming that this podcast is yours. Yeah. <laughs> I'd still probably back down. I will rename it next week to Drandom Draw Podcast. <laughs> Drandom Draw. <laughs> I'll show you guys. Yeah. Uh, so we t- we got to play probably one of my, if not my favorite game of all time, with the expansion. Right. Which changed it a decent amount. Which made it better. Um, yes. And we talked about this before a couple episodes ago, Zaya Legends of a Drift System. So it I'm not going to talk about the overall game, but the differences that the expansion made. Yeah, I, I believe that was your favorite game of the century yeah, of the yes, week. Yes, it was. Yeah, let, yeah. let me tell you what I don't like. Go on. I don't understand what <laughs> Legends of a Drift System means. So here's the concept of the, here's the backstory. Oh, give me oh, back. I'll give you yes. Backstory. Hold flavor, on. Hold on. Flavor. Let me buckle up. <laughs> Click. I'm ready. Oh, so uh, the the concept of this is that. It's a solar system that is not like ours in that it's a very fixed solar system. It's a system that is actually drifting. You mean it can't reproduce? Exactly. Like me. (laughs) It's drifting uh, throughout the cosmos. Oh, it's not in the same spot. No. And so that that is dangerous. But that is why it's not well. uh, The gravity is not uh, flawless in it. And that's why every time you play it, it's got a board that you build out every single time you play it. So Uh, the board is completely different when you play. Uh, and that's why, because it's a drift. I, system. I have a question. So every time we play this game, it is the same universe. It's a continuing. Yeah, this is a campaign. Yes. <laughs> this is a campaign. It's a campaign. I mean, it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like it because every level I have to right. start. Every time I have to start uh, from scratch. Well, yeah. and the funniest thing is, uh, this is one of those games that is a lot of dice rolling. Like yeah. you roll dice constantly, Perfect. and a lot of it's d twenty rolls too. And half of them are like 50-50 shot at something. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like it's a 50-50 chance of there's just. Not, there's stuff. also like no dice mitigation. No, <laughs> it's just like, no, right. no, no. sorry, take your ice damage, stupid. <laughs> you could, yeah, you could have not done that, yeah. dumb dumb. <laughs> yeah. um, and 
I never get upset at it. Like, Which is crazy because I've right? seen you get real upset right? at dice rolling games. <laughs> yeah, and this one never bought. Like, so uh, one of the new things that the expansion adds, and I'll just real quickly, the crux of this game is that you are all people in your own little ship in this drift system, and you're trying to make a name for yourself. Right, you're gaining fame points. The person with the most fame wins at the end of the game. By any means. Mm-hmm. By any means. Hook or through crook. By any means necessary. Right. So this is one of those games where there are two dozen ways to get fame points. And it doesn't matter what you do, just get fame points and mm-hmm. then the most wins. Uh, usually play to 20. You go ahead and start with your little ship and then you level up your ship. Basically, uh, you can buy stuff for it. You can get bigger, better ships up to tier one, two, and three ships. Mm-hmm. And we, of course, random draw all of our ships. Oh, it yeah, it says you're supposed to look through and choose ships with powers <laughs> that yeah. complement each other. Of course, yeah, we don't. I do don't that. understand. Be that. brave. We're no. in space. <laughs> <laughs> so. You go around and do whatever you want. And in the base game, there was a lot to do. The expansion added events, which mm-hmm. are a lot of fun. The expansion added a merchant sort of trade mechanic so that basically uh, instead of buying resources at a planet and selling them at another, when you buy resources, they actually leave the supply. Mm-hmm. So if there's just two planets next door to each other where you could buy good at one and sell well at the other... Um, you can't just go back and forth and do that anymore. You'll run out of where, goods. Right. Where in the base game, you could, and that That's was my huge, one biggest complaint about the game. That's a huge complaint because if you get, especially if you get like two planets next to each other and you just go back and forth and mine it. And, now so, and like nobody game. can stop you because you can reach as long yeah, as you're so close. As long as your engine is big enough, like you can just reach the other planets, mm-hmm. no problem. Yeah. And so this, this, uh, the expansion completely fixed that now. Um, yeah. Getting resources is much harder. Once they're depleted, you have to go out and mine them yourself which is to get planets to, it's to a dangerous produce more yeah it's, all, it's a <laughs> dangerous ask yeah so one of the events came out uh it was and that's, fir- a, and that's first, a new that's mm-hmm. a new thing events are a new uh, thing. and i love it so as you gain fame points events come out uh and certain global uh like their titles you can titles. get titles oh, by doing yeah, yeah, certain yeah. things yeah so they come out and when the event came out it made every single spawn point on the board which there's 20 different spawn mm-hmm. points all over the board a wormhole that led to another so it made getting around the galaxy <laughs> ridiculously easy here's the catch every time you use one you had to roll a d20 and on two through 19 just fine if you roll a one <laughs> the whole network collapses including the ship that entered right which is that gets destroyed yeah. you which are makes just sense which yeah. and dave and i were pretty excited because yeah. that's a cool way to get around this universe which the map can get pretty big if you look at our instagram you'll see it takes up dave has a, a board game table and it takes up almost the whole thing yeah it's it's, it's got a, a huge footprint and the expansion added a bunch of new tiles right. so like the, oh, yeah. the world gets, gets even bigger so i was like oh dan just this event just came out my first move of the turn i head into a wormhole i roll my dice and roll a one yep. very <laughs> first roll instantly collapses the network <laughs> that's and, pretty fantastic and i die yeah. and my turn is over and i just laughed hysterically <laughs> yeah and was like i guess i'm dead man no mind you the death penalty in this game is very well, very pl- small and they made it even the ex- less the expansion yeah. made it better yeah yeah because before so if you have a tier one ship and you die no big deal come nothing back, happened yeah before. come back your next turn mm-hmm. so if you had a two tier two or tier three ship and you die you lose an entire turn like your turn your, gets skipped you basically your next, your next turn so yeah. right right so you die your turn ends obviously then it's like everybody else's turn then when it comes back to be your turn you're essentially buying a new ship quote unquote and you lose that turn Oh, so terrible. you're sitting, and this awful. game can have some downtime to mm-hmm. it. So if you're sitting like six turns without a turn, 
I, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So they got rid of that, and they come. You just your ship comes back with a little bit of damage, mm-hmm. which, which is, is inconvenient yeah. at most. Yeah, and it, it really makes it really frees you up to make much more daring decisions. And I think that's the biggest part because there was yeah. a lot of times in the old game, especially towards the end game, where I don't want to do stuff so I don't want to risk my ship, and it right. also takes away like. I don't want to do combat because I don't. I'm too afraid of getting killed because mm-hmm. I lose an entire turn. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's such a big penalty. Right. Whereas now it's like, yeah, eh, come back with three damage. Yeah, you were fine. definitely disincentivized for fighting in the original game mm-hmm. because, like, you'd have these huge, like, impressive ships that could fight. You'd have enough room for like upgraded blasters and missiles and all kinds of stuff. And but shields. at the same time, it's like, ooh, do I go fight and then run the risk of losing my next turn? Yeah, and it's like, which uh, I did. I don't ever, ever want to do <laughs> that. Now, I'd rather I'd rather just put shields on and then go merchant. And it added some some extra upgrades to your ships. Like blasters were next to useless beforehand, yeah. mm-hmm. but now there's like a minus four to people's shields when you use this piercing blaster. So we all had that. Mm-hmm. We we're all just shooting the crap out of each other. Because now it's it. better than missiles, right? Yeah. In a way, I don't in know if way. they're better. It but takes they're... up less space for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, and that's the other thing too. The, the other really cool thing that Zaya does is like your ships have like a, a predestined oh, yeah yeah a predestined <laughs> arrangement of tiles like and you can buy parts for the ship all you want but you have to be able to fit all of the crap it's that like you want to put on tetris. your ship yeah everything yeah. looks like a tetris piece exactly and so you can buy whatever you want but it has to fit in your hold right. mm-hmm. of your ship and the more stuff you put on the less space you have for cargo for mm-hmm. relics for and that's another thing yeah. they did was because if you have all this stuff on your ship you can't haul a lot of cargo so they made these little cargo pods that essentially hang off your ship so they're outside in space but it's connected to your ship but if mm-hmm. that one thing takes damage your cargo pod like floats away <laughs> right which makes which, sense which is makes sense and it's awesome they, it's just awesome little detail they also added ice damage which is yeah. a whole oh, new mechanic oh, ice damage and is so nasty that is nasty and frustrating and my favorite thing yeah. Yeah. i loved it so if you take ice damage at the end of your turn the ice basically freezes all adjacent yeah. spaces yeah. to it mm-hmm. orthogonally it doesn't go diagonal but it's yeah. a, but it's such a it could be such a deadly thing mm-hmm. and the only you just have to spend a end your turn on a planet and they essentially melt the ice off your off right. your ship for free so it's free to get rid of but you have like you can't it ice forces is, you to die yeah ice is mm-hmm. a thing that you can't ignore because yeah. it just keeps getting worse yeah and, and with our particular setup we had an event come out that was like every t- end at the end of every turn the binary star in the center of what we built around just like does this weird ice nova thing <laughs> it was like yeah. this solar flare thing yeah and it just ices you. everybody's ship in the sectors adjacent to mm-hmm. and it was the real MVP of the game <laughs> it really was it kept us all away from <laughs> that really and, and then started killing everyone towards the end when we got desperate yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Mark killed both of us multiple times and neither of us killed Mark I know yeah, I, I, I was, would have tried but he flew away so fast yeah yeah I did I would think I was the only one who didn't get iced by the solar flare mm-hmm. and I, yeah. I was just acting like a shark where as soon as you guys got iced I was like I'm just gonna fly over there and kill them with yeah. my gigantic I got iced by now. the solar flare Mark immediately came over yeah. and destroyed me and then Dan got iced by the solar flare next turn I go hey Dan you know what's about to happen yeah <laughs> and then Mark's like no I'm not gonna do it and then he did and it and I did it <laughs> I was like oh okay what are you gonna do I got thinking about it it's like that's three victory points just sitting right there and that's a big thing and so you play to 20 so you get for killing an enemy ship you get that many victory points based on what level the ship is one two or three Mm -hmm. and mark killed both dave and i and we both had level three three ships ships. so it's that's six points which is out of 20 which is crazy that's a huge swing and the and honestly like solar flare did most of it yeah i was gonna say (laughs) mostly mostly it was me uh waiting for you guys to get solar flared uh shooting you with my blasters and then running my ship into yours yes you did ram you (laughs) can ram 
ram and that was early in the game where i was the only one that had a blaster so i tried to kill the merchant ship and couldn't do it and i tried to kill the marauder ship and i couldn't do it and then you guys swept in and killed them they had like next to no life left fixing the blasters though that's 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 such an improvement because i feel like in the in the base game it was like missiles or bust missiles Mm -hmm. missiles or shields those are your options yeah and and they also uh added a lot more moving parts which i really love yeah I really like that now there's like black holes and the different black hole is so cool the and, way it does yeah, it mm-hmm. and nebulas that that affect gravity so mm-hmm. now you can get start to get sucked into it I love that they added all of those little asteroids yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, that, yeah. that orbit around and anytime you cross the path of it you roll a dice and see where it moves boy one of those slam right into Mark and <laughs> yeah. destroyed his ship yeah, that was I, hilarious I was uh, I was desperately trying to mine some some ice some ice crystals and I yeah to I, be fair you got a lot of ice I, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that is very you true. You tried to take I the got, whole asteroid. I got, I got a lot of ice. I got more ice than I knew what to do with. <laughs> and, and one of my favorite things about this game, and honestly, go to our Instagram if you have not seen it. It is gorgeous. Yeah. Every yeah. single ship in the entire game, tier one, two, and three, is completely unique and fully painted. And they get bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the higher tier, the bigger the ship, which is really cool, too. Yeah, you had the huge Manchester. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like, a, looked like a big old tugboat kind of thing <laughs> yeah. on each side. It was huge. Yeah, man, you, baby. Man, you, baby. <laughs> We're soccer fans yeah. and stuff. Anyway, absolutely gorgeous. Um, I cannot recommend this game enough. I loved it before the expansion, even though I freely admitted it had some issues. We simply didn't take advantage of them. Like yeah. We just sort of decided amongst us, hey, man, if two planets are right next to each other that, and you could perfectly have a trade route, just don't do it. It's not you a know? fun way for you to fun. play. I mean, it is, it, is a, it is a thing you can do, but like also is that the most fun way yeah. to do right. it? And, and a lot of times, I'm not a huge fan of rushing anything. No. My, m- the majority of times when I play a game, I want to, I kind of want, not. it doesn't have to be a long game, but I want it to live its life. Like yeah. I want it to happen. So anybody rushing anything, like doing that for victory, points is such a bummer to me because it's not fully developing a game i don't think Mm -hmm. Uh, not to tell people how to play their game but (laughs) i will hate your guts if you do that yeah exactly (laughs) yeah it's interesting because that base expansion i mean the expansion to the base game Mm -hmm. took me from lukewarm like i would always play zaya Mm -hmm. but it was not a thing that like i was like i was always looking forward to to instantly being ready to play it again. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yep. the exact same way. Agreed. So I like Zaya, and I thought it's a very fun game, but it's not something I'm like, oh, I, I would definitely play it again. But to, at this point, like, I if we mm-hmm. like stopped and said, like, let's play Zaya right now, I'd be like, absolutely. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I'd like to get sucked into a black hole. <laughs> yeah, and that's the but thing. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, that black hole just whips you around. Oh, like, it's, I don't it's, know, it's I don't so, know how to get out yeah. of this. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that they have things that orbit now, there's yeah. a lot more moving What's pieces. What's the new expansion? Do you know? The So I, I'd have to look it up. So I actually have kicked started of course when um the newest expansion is i and i think it actually it shipped already um, oh really so it should show up in the next month or Could so we just learned how to play the <laughs> let's learn <laughs> another expansion um i i'm not 100 sure what it adds but uh we'll, we'll let you know i mean yeah if it's more of that i'm uh, according to this thing it's called embers of a forsaken star embers Ooh. is the expansion we just played sorry oh, i'm wrong then <laughs> where's candy candy we need you <laughs> yeah fact check my business um, yeah but anyway yeah, yeah. i i can't Cannot, and, and with the, this expansion, with the Embers expansion, I cannot high enough recommend this game. Yeah. It, it is not cheap. I will throw that oh, out there. Yeah. But it, it is the prettiest game you'll probably ever play. And metal, once again, metal, metal coins. coins. Always nice. Oh, metal coins. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, Mark summed it up. If you get Zaya, I think it's almost a must that you get the expansion mm, with agreed. it. Agreed. Yeah. And I would never have said that before I played with the expansion. Because right. I re- like I love space anyway. And I really you're, did like you're that game. You're totally biased on At space 100%. games. But yeah, but it is a fun. It is one of. We don't play a ton of sandbox games, mm. like I said. So between 
that and um, Western Legends. Like those are two real fun games. They're so different that it doesn't matter if mm-hmm. we play them yeah. back oh, yeah. to back in the same day. Yeah. Like it's going to be two different experiences. What but. restaurant would you play Zaya at? Ooh, uh, um, the that, Air and Space Museum cafeteria. <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> or here's what you do: uh, we would just go outside right now and just eat that freeze dried astronaut ice cream because <laughs> it is freezing out there right yeah. now. So once you're done exploring the galaxy, mm-hmm. getting as famous as possible, obviously, then you land on a planet and and you sort of retire. You start by, of course, building your own Arboretum, which is the next <laughs> game that we played. You got to terraform. Arboretum. Ar- Arboretum. Yeah. I didn't even know what Arboretum meant. I thought it was a made up. <laughs> I thought it was a made up word. Seriously? And then, yeah. Why, why, why would I ever talk about an Arboretum? Yeah. I, I love plants. And even I'm like, uh, you know what? To be arboretum. fair, they had an Arboretum on Star Trek. That is probably why. I thought uh, I know that's that true. <laughs> yeah. I've never run into that word in real yeah. life. Yep. I thought but it was just like some silly. Apparently it's just me and Dan because like I was at work and my coworker was like, oh, yeah, that's pronounced arboretum because i i guess i just swung for the fences and was terribly wrong. i looked at it and i was like here's this tree game <laughs> i was like oh boy arborectum <laughs> that's, that's, that's oh, weird that's, that's right dan, didn't dan give this to you for yeah christmas? yeah it was like my christmas present we played your uh your christmas present for that's the last right. game and he gave me uh, this wonderful super strategic mind melting game yeah for, I, I will, uh, this game as you know if you've been listening to this podcast we are strategy medium sort yeah. of people yeah this game is strategy high elf <laughs> it's very true yeah like, for like sure. tolkien yeah. verse high like that sort of high elf. like i've been around for thousands of years yeah. i'm about to take <laughs> off to this like whatever the misty lakes so <laughs> i was <laughs> the misty lakes <laughs> was it the with, sil- the, with a lady in the water yeah exactly I was, oh, Lord. <laughs> I was looking up uh, a definition for arboretum and it gave me artery arboretums near me and oh. there's oh. there's oh. a lot of them oh <laughs> <laughs> but an arboretum is in a general sense is a botanical collection composed exclusively of trees oh. so let's let's do a round table real fast mm-hmm. before we get into this game cool sort of oblong but go on what is your favorite species of tree oh man this, this is a good question so here's a fun fact okay. i've been learning a lot about trees lately yeah well, because you're a, you're I, a new homeowner I, i'm i'm a new homeowner plus i bought all kinds of woodworking equipment mm. and so i'm trying to learn new species of tre- trees to uh, use to in woodworking cut down and then skin for, i'm not gonna cut them crafts. down i'm not gonna <laughs> cut them down but i so i'd have to say my favorite is probably the balsa tree okay a hardwood n- <laughs> Te- technically, <laughs> yes, technically a hardwood <laughs> But yep. I wouldn't consider it hard personally. And the biggest reason is because I've, in my life, I got in a fight with a tree one time. I don't oh. know if you know this about me. <laughs> no, I don't uh, think I've heard this I story. Was, I was mountain biking and I went down a very large hill very okay. swiftly. The hill was covered in leaves dropped by aforementioned trees. And I attempted to break at the bottom of said hill. And then I immediately sort of threw fisticuffs with this tree <laughs> at a very high speed. Yeah. And I did not win that fight. The tree, in fact, showed no structural damage. <laughs> I, on the other hand, got to wear a cast for eight weeks. Oh, so, bummer. Uh, so I'm not a huge fan of trees. My one run-in with a tree, it won. And it, yeah. and it beat me. This and is so, what happens when you have a prejudiced mind, Dave. You have, to, <laughs> you have to learn more about trees. I didn't hate trees before that. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, uh, now maybe I'm thinking that uh, I'll go the softer woods, okay. maybe a balsa. Yeah. So if you ever happen to be mountain biking mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. run into a tree again. If there's some sort of tree uh, with, is there an airbag tree? Or perhaps, <laughs> perhaps, 
For us, some sort of a padded oh, tree. Yeah, yeah. You want something that's gonna like slow you down as you go. Like here, you, this is the deciduous pillow family. Of you trees. would love like those um, those Dr. Seuss trees, yeah. like oh, from Horton yeah. Hears a Who or whatever. <laughs> like they're all super fluffy and everything. Oh, I would love that. All right, I, well, I'm into this. I'm right. into uh, what about you, Mark? Have you, uh, do you have one? I do have one. Okay. I, have, I like birch trees a lot. Okay, they're nice, like nice and skinny, which is how I'd like to be one day. I like um I like the general look of a mesquite tree. A mesquite. Yeah, it reminds me of home because I'm from like the Oklahoma Texas region. So like we'd see these like mesquite trees and they were like short and squat because it's way too hot. Nothing can flourish out there. But it definitely reminds me of like being a kid. I now have two favorite types of wood. Mm. Believe it or not. <laughs> There's so, a thing I never thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> well, not in this context. So, so uh, purple heart and the the wood is literally purple. Oh. And it comes out like that. But you know that's my favorite color. I know. I this tree. Pur- purple heart. It's awesome. Um, And wenge. 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 The wood is black. Oh. Like, cool. uh, the trees are fine looking, but they, the wood itself is amazing looking. Can Purple you, heart tree. Like, can you just buy this type of wood at your local wood buyery? You cannot oh, wow. get it this at Lowe's or Home Depot or anything like that. They're local. Like if you go to a local yum, lumber yards, a lot of times they have – it's a more exotic wood, so it's more expensive. That makes but, sense. But um, it also is a hardwood. So fun fact, Dave, the um, – cutting board i'm making for you will have purple heart in it Ooh. not just for you just because i want to get some i'm in but i'm yeah. in it's also called the amaranth tree Ooh, fancy yeah, nice. pants this this is a really nice looking tree purple heart is the did you see the wood yeah yeah it's, it's crazy purple. like you guys definitely uh, get on get on the internet right i now. never realized that you could absolutely name npcs by looking up names of wood like amaranth purple heart yeah what a great name <laughs> this is a fighter amaranth purple heart they have those um they have those trees in madagascar they look like they're all like got really twisted roots and everything that go above the ground for like whatever oh, yeah, reason I've seen this. yeah and then the, when you cut them they just bleed red sap oh that's terrifying yeah it's kind of horrifying the trees from my nightmares great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did learn that every forest has a mother tree. Oh, sweet. And uh, if it's cut down, it uh, most of the trees around it die. It's daughter trees that surround it will die. From broken heart. Syndrome. Sure. From from their broken purple heart trees. Turns out their, their bark was worse than their bite. Oh. Uh, <laughs> a plus. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Uh, Arboretum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Arboretum is a card game. Uh, it's gotten like huge, great reviews. Everyone, yeah, everyone people really love this game. This. Yeah, people smarter than us love this game. Um, I enjoyed this game, but oh. I boy did I have a yeah, <laughs> tough was, time wrapping my head around it. It was brutal. Like I thought I was doing good. I thought I was going to house you losers, and then it turns out I got played by the same tricks that I was using against you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you What's did. Only, Hoisted we all it by my own tricks. Picard, right? <laughs> so um, basically, the way the game plays is uh, everybody has their own personal discard pile, and everyone at the beginning of their turn is going to draw two cards. <laughs> I, either... I'm sorry that I'm laughing, because okay. I remember you describing us this game, like teaching us with the cards in front of us, and we did not understand <laughs> it. And I just can't wait to hear you describe it over like the radio waves. I've, I've had some practice now. Okay, that's what good. I spent oh, the day doing good. is in the mirror. I was just looking at myself, and I was like, all right, we're going to give a speech about how to play Arboretum. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to do it over and over. So you have basically, uh, at the beginning of every turn, you're going to draw two cards, either from the, the random draw pile mm-hmm. or uh, other players' discard piles. Uh, you will then play one of your cards into a grid that is being arranged around your play area. 
and then the other one is going to go in your you're going to discard a card into your discard pile so it gives other people options on like where uh, to draw cards exactly from. exactly and it ensures you always have seven cards in your hand right. yeah 100 percent. you always want seven <laughs> unless cards. unless you forget to discard oh i did that yeah <laughs> I was like, well, how did i get eight cards like did you discard like uh, yes, yes. <laughs> meanwhile dan just puts down four <laughs> cards yeah <laughs> sure did yeah so um what you're trying to do is each each card has a picture of a tree uh has a different suite of tree <laughs> there's and an then, elm and an oak yeah uh, stately Bal- dogwood a blue viper no a blue ice, viper the blue viper Tree. <laughs> tree. There's a Blue. cherry blossom. Uh, what's that? Jacaranth. Sure. Maple. Maple. That's I'm another one. Jacaranth. That's a made-up tree. No, I <laughs> bet it. I bet it exists. I think we're just struggling to name <laughs> trees. <laughs> There's a... Blueberry. Mesquite <laughs> trees. There's... It's a bonnet tree. Uh, <laughs> do blackberries grow on trees? Yeah. <laughs> How do you get a, the peanut tree? The, the peanut tree. hops tree? Yeah. yeah where yeah. do things come yes. from? <laughs> so what you're trying to do is you're trying to make pathways using your grid of cards um and so you want your cards and this is the thing that i screwed up telling you guys you want your cards to be in ascending order it can be any sort of tree in the in the pathway but it has to start with one type of tree and has to end with another type of tree and a tree sandwich yeah. yeah and the difference is it has to go like the cards are all one through eight yes and there's only yes. one of each of those type of like so the oaks there's a one through eight in oak and there's right. a one through eight in, I don't know, sassafras Cherry blossom. Sassafras <laughs> So the trick is when you play Arborito, the uh, the thing that you... <laughs> I thought you said Arborito. I did. I did. <laughs> I was like, yum. Uh, mm, delicious. I love this uh, game. So when you're playing Arborito, uh, <laughs> what you want to... We have to keep in mind that if you build these beautiful paths of trees, only one person is going to be able to score for each species of tree. And this is what really made the game interesting. Yeah. And when Mark first explained this mechanic, I instantly hated it. I hot take hated that. Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, like it's <laughs> like of, two rounds in. Yep. Dave's like, you know what I hate? The thing we haven't done yet. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Dave's like, okay. I'm gonna hit you up with an HTH, yeah. a hot take hate. <laughs> I was like, all right. You know what I don't understand? This whole game. <laughs> yep. You know what I already hate? A thing that we've never well, done. Well, we did get about six rounds in before we all realized that we weren't doing it right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. oh no. <laughs> um, but so at the end of the game, you're you're playing these one through eight cards. But then you have to have the most in your hand of any specific type of tree. Mm -hmm. And then you're the only one who gets to score that tree. Right. And the problem with that is you're trying to play those trees Mm -hmm. into your personal arboretum. So that way you can gain more points from them. But then you have to not play enough where Mm -hmm. you have more points than the other players worth of cards. Which is a crazy thing to wrap your head around. So the strategy medium thing to do would be... Hold on to eights, right? But, but turns out, turns out the game, Trump the game knows exactly that this is a strategy medium, yeah. You know, they idea. Have to bump it up a notch, right? So and because this is strategy high elf, what you need to do is you need to make sure that ones trump eights, yeah. So I'm a wood elf strategy. <laughs> this is a high elf strategy. Uh, I'm yeah. more of a dwarf strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm if I'm anything, uh, I am a half orc strategy. I was gonna say, definitely like I'm a goblin strategy <laughs> yeah. guy. I'm a dumb little kobold. I played tree. <laughs> Wait, can I hit this? Yeah. How many trees did you keep? No tree. <laughs> no tree. All right. Make war engine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Built catapult. Like you did what? <laughs> Worst arboretum ever. Yeah. yeah, it's just a bunch of spiky well, you sticks don't everywhere. Win, but I kill your tree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Burn it down. I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely it definitely makes it a lot more strategically difficult because you have to 
you, you make all these trees and you're really hoping you either run into the one or the eight. Right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just doesn't work out. Well, what's, <laughs> what I found super interesting about this game. So after we kind of figured out how to play, not like well, but we understood the rules <laughs> is towards the end. You know what you're going to score and what you're not mm-hmm. uh, just by Very looking so. at the board. You're like, and what's in your hand and what's in right. your hand. Yeah. Like, oh, I know I'm not going to get that. I'm going to stop playing those cards because yeah. they are now dead to me. Yeah. So that that happened to me a couple of times where I was just like happily with a big stupid smile on my face playing these cards. Then I realized you're not going to score any right. of these cards. Uh, the entire uh, species of tree I started the game with and I was so proud of the big path I made. It was about the two thirds of the way through the game when we had this collective. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yep. And at that point, I looked down and went. Oh, good. I'm not going to score. Yeah. Any of those Oops. yeah, it was really funny because uh, I thought I was really clever because I was, the, I was the only I thought I was the only one at the table who understood the rules. Turns out I didn't understand. the rules. <laughs> I kept feeding Dan maple trees like and, and I had yes. the eight and I was like, I'm just going to keep putting maple trees in my discard pile. And then that way, part of his turn is just picking up trees and playing that he's never going to score. And I know he's not going to score because he's already played the one. Yeah. So it turns out at the same time that I was doing this. Dan, I... Yeah. You guys were doing it with the purple trees to me. Yeah. Yep. And I you was also like, had that white tree and I had the eight. I was like, I'm never going to put this down. <laughs> right. It definitely is like you have to be judicious mm-hmm. about it, making sure you keep enough of those trees that you could overcome an eight. Yeah. It makes me always want to keep a one. I Actually, I think a seven. A seven's Like good. a seven and a four would be the best two cards to keep. Because almost. you're trying to – because you can add your numbers together, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you can, yeah. yeah, you can absolutely add your so, numbers together. So if I keep a one thinking that you're going to keep an eight and you just keep a two, you now beat my one. Exactly. Right? What, you, this I can't still can't fail them. <laughs> you know, like I still can't. <laughs> exactly. Like we played such a vanilla game. Yeah. And I, I think it's indicative because I think you won that game, by Dave, by scoring sure. 11 points. Yeah. And then Dan and I both tied it for S- second six. or six. Yeah, it's like and yeah, we were, one more tree for any of us would have yeah, won us the game. Right. Like, would have pushed us but over. It's like I, I, I definitely want to play. This isn't a game you can't you can't play this game like a bunch of times in a row because it's like one of those mind melting games. Yeah, it's just I, like I had to think too hard. Yeah, right. Yeah, once or even twice like is cutting it pretty close, but. I definitely want to play this again and like mm-hmm. try to come up with a better strategy. <laughs> yeah. I, but I, I don't know if I can. I don't think that we could do worse. I could do worse. You think you could I do could, worse? I could, I could uh, score zero. Well, I won. So <laughs> I, I was afraid I was going to score zero once I got to thinking about like, oh, I haven't seen an eight for any of these well, trees yet. Well, that's what yet. one of them, I kept the eight. Uh-huh. And, and that was the only one I knew I was going to score because I was looking around and I was like, all of them are out, but this eight. <laughs> but this eight. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. score this. Yeah. I, uh, I won, so I can only go down from here. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. And yeah. I, and even though, like, yes, I won, I don't feel like I made some massively tactical play. It just worked out. It just out worked out me. that you got the cards. Yeah. And that's it. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> let me tell you, from staring at my hand and making the choices I made, it was not a tactical decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah. the victory. I will. Uh, I will freely admit that. Oh, it's very, it's very cool because like your your initial take on the game is to get as many of the same trees in a line at the same time. That was exactly what I tried to do. <laughs> right, <laughs> and then I got to thinking about it. It's like, oh, maybe like a shorter path with enough po- like points Stuff to guarantee. Yeah. Like, I mean, you wouldn't get like. You know, ten points for a path, but at the same or time, you get, but if you your get path's five. Super, but if your path's long, yeah, like you still get a ton of points. But and then the other thing is too, I think we all concentrated on like keeping the same species of tree because that's a bonus. Mm-hmm. That's you get bonus points right. for that. But if you like just mix in like whatever, you know, whatever, whatever you can get, yeah, like that's another good. Like if it I just also had takes like a it seven from, dogwood, I it also just, takes it, it from other people like that are mm-hmm. trying to like, yeah. hey, you want this card? I'm playing in mine. You're yeah, exactly. Stupid. So I'd love Not to play this game again though. Yeah, I thought the game was really fun. Halfway through, I did. 
not think the game was fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I thought, like, man, I gave Mark a real stinker for yeah. Christmas. No. <laughs> and like I knew that it's, it's a little more, it's definitely like personally speaking, it's a lot more strategic than I ever think. Oh, mm. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh, boy, I just wish I was rolling dice well, and, and killing thing. things right now. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like Zaya so much because I can take Zaya like one turn at a time. Oh, yeah. Because you never know what's going to happen exactly. from turn to turn. So you like, could be dead by the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, Zaya's perfect. But in Arboretum, man, I you got to think way ahead. Mm-hmm. And like you're looking at all these discard piles and other people's yeah. stupid trees. I don't know. Art, the art's great in there. Art's the great. Game. Yeah, art's great. There, mean, if you like trees, yeah. boy, will you like this art. If you like trees and high elf strategy, <laughs> oh man, you're gonna and, love our. And the the footprint is decently small too. Like it, it's not that bad to sit and play uh, if you don't have a large table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It played. I would say once you know how to play this game, it would play quickly. Oh yeah. Oh, you, you, you can burn you through, through a game, through a game in like 20 minutes. I not think. like us just staring at our hands. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I've never heard uh, three guys make so many heavy sighs. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's good. If it wasn't, I, it's like what we would sound like if we had to walk to the, like any flights of stairs. <laughs> <sighs> Where's this elevator again? Yeah, I was uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh, this is really good. This is no, heavy. it's a good game. It's yeah. man, it's it was tough. It was yeah, a tough one it, for sure. Yeah, the reputation is deserved. Yeah, good game. Right. Fun. Yeah, fun. Uh, Very fun. Good, good luck if you like strategy. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm rooting for you. If you, and we were talking that this Arboretum, not to bring it back up, but Arboretum's one of those games that like if you're good at it, you will destroy other people oh, because this yeah. is like a skill-based game but if you're just like three dummies yeah it should be close <laughs> yeah exactly and it was yeah, yeah. It, was <laughs> it was good we only lost by five points yeah. dan it's fine yeah and the lastly but not leastly uh chronicles of crime oh yeah chronicles of crime so chronicles of crime is a crime game Mm-hmm. What? Yep, it is. You, uh, what do you chronicle something? It, yeah, the crimes. <laughs> when when I heard the title Chronicles of Crime, I initially thought that it was like that'd be a great name for like an underground newspaper, like that oh, that, that criminals would put out. Like yeah. be like, oh, here's all the hot heists that happened this week. <laughs> I, it sounds like an emo band that just plays covers of like Chronicles of Narnia music. <laughs> oh yeah, the Chronicles of Crime. Nice. Uh, the lion yeah. and the witch and the wardrobe. Yeah. Who could forget their first uh, debut breakout CD, Aslan is on the move. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, Mr. Tumnus? <laughs> but it's all in the style of like dashboard confessional. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's but all real whiny as and depressed terrible. as possible. Oh, it's, it's so much in its own feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so Chronicles of Crime, you are a member of Scotland Yard. Do they have a special name? Does yeah, it's Scotland Yard. No, no, like the actual police officers. I think they're called inspectors. Scotties. <laughs> they're no. Scotties. Inspectors. Yeah. In, uh, inspectors. So you're an like inspector. inspector. Inspector Crusoe. Inspector Gadget, right, got yeah. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so in this game, yeah. I you yell go go gadget and right. then say a name of a card. Yeah. yeah, and then if it is uh, activated, then you can use it. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, I think we just created a game. Yeah. Um, so you We're gonna call it Yo Yo Gadget. <laughs> so you play an inspector from Scotland Yard, and there are five crimes that come with the game. Uh no crimes come with the game, literally. The game is uh two pages of instructions and then a bunch of decks of cards and everything has a QR code that you could scan with your phone. So you download the app and there's like four or five free cases that take place in Scotland Yard and you could buy some extra cases. Um, so what happens is you pick what case you want to do on your phone or we used my iPad. It basically walks you through it. So you, if you want to go to a location, you scan the QR code. It tells you exactly what happened in that location. It tells you who's at that location. So you pull the card out and put it up there. If you want to talk to that person, you know, scan that person's card. You can mm-hmm. talk to them. Uh, the coolest thing about this game is the crime scenes itself. 
So when you go to a crime scene, you are essentially using the iPad as a viewing window. So you, it gives you a countdown and you start looking around. And when you physically turn your body with the iPad looking up and down and left and right in a full 360, it shows you the crime scene. So you just start yelling things out, like <laughs> whatever, paperwork, TV, like dead body. And peop, everybody else at the table is pulling these clues out. Mm-hmm. Of then, the deck of cards. Of yeah. the deck of cards. And then you start scanning the clues afterwards. And it tells you what's a clue and what's not. And you can then ask other people about the clues. It goes pretty in depth and it gets a little confusing at times. Like you have to ask this person about this card. So you have to be in this location and scan this guy. Right. I really, really enjoy this game, it, but it's almost hard to get everyone involved because there's like only one iPad. So let me tell you, I did not really enjoy this game. Yeah. And I think you hit it right there because that's what I was going to say. We played this game five player. Mm -hmm. And when you were explaining the game, when you, because you and Amber had played it uh, twice, just the two of you. Yeah. And when you were explaining it, it sounded like a ton of fun. And then as I was sitting there playing it, the only real fun I had in that entire game was the time that I got to look around the crime scene. Yeah. Like the t- I was holding the iPad and I'm yelling out clues. Other than that, I just sat there and watched you scan things and type on it, an iPad. It's definitely it's recommends up to four players, but it I is definitely two. it is definitely a lower player count mm-hmm. game for sure. So Amber and I playing it together is a total blast, mm-hmm. and I could see that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But and I felt the same way as you did. Like no one's doing anything. Yeah, like I I'm holding this there. iPad, and like there's no way for me to get anyone else no, to interact right. because it's, there's nothing to do. And I'm, that's the yeah. thing. I never at any point did I feel like Dan's leaving me out or yeah. like no one's involved me that that's not my complaint right, right it's just the the way this game functions 99 of it is you tapping things on the mm-hmm. ipad dialogue conversations whatever and then scanning qr codes right. with the ipad or your phone or whatever you're playing sure, with right. yeah, yeah. and because that is 99 of the game then i felt like i would have rather just sat there with an ipad and not had a board game like i felt yeah. like the board game and card game aspect was unnecessary entirely. Yeah, this I, could have just been a story game with me sitting here and playing it on the iPad. I told, it makes yeah. it makes way more sense with two play with two players. It's like perfect. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because then you're it's not it's got such a passive effect for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Because and then I'm engaging with one person. Like, oh my god, like this clue came out. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell exactly. are we gonna do with this? And then you can talk, but talk for other people. Like, how many opinions? This isn't like Detective. And Detective is a much harder game than this is. And there's a lot more to write down. Everybody's writing stuff down in a Detective. And this is a lot. It's We played it on on Medium. And I guess there's a hard, I don't know what else it adds, but it's definitely a lower player count game. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we play games with like more than we're supposed to play with, but that. <laughs> the mind. That, yeah, we're the mind. About you, the or mind. even detectives, like a four player game or whatever, when we play it with like six people. It but does, yeah. it, but, but it's, even with detective exactly. with six people, I felt 100% involved it's, because it's, there's it's so much thinking and discussion. Yeah. And, and this, even the discussion was minor at best because it was just like, well, I don't know. We got to ask this person about this. And so someone would say, hey, we need to go to this location. We need to ask this person about this clue. And then the next five minutes was just yeah. sitting there while Dan scanned right, that location, right. scanned that card. Went right. back and yeah. Forth. And with with detective, you have like so you have a person on the computer. You have a person taking notes. You have a person um, reading location things. Yeah. You Everybody has something to do. And, and you need at least like two separate notes. And I was going to say pretty minimum. much everybody's yeah. taking notes because different people are going to catch different things mm-hmm, and exactly. people think different ways. But in in and I'm not saying Chronos. Chronicles of Crime is a bad game because I actually no, really really no, enjoy it say, I, but I enjoyed it way less with five people mm-hmm. than the two games I played with just Amber and I mm-hmm. and it's just 
it's not built for that. If there was a way that everybody had their phone or yeah. something like right, that, right. then sure. But it's not. It's just not built like that, and it's it's kind of annoying. I noticed that when we were playing, it seemed like when everyone had kind of like separated, like because mm-hmm. you there was two people on the iPad. And then there was other people who were like sorting through clues and grabbing them as they were shouted out. Mm-hmm. Like that was the most active the game was. Right. Yeah. And there's not enough of that. Right. Exactly. You do it maybe twice a whole scenario. Yeah. We we played for an hour and 15 minutes or so. Yeah. And it was twice. And yeah. the countdown only lasts for 45 seconds. Right. Something like Which that. is, so I don't understand why there's a countdown at all. But So you're talking about a minute and a half of an hour and 15 minutes did I feel actually engaged in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the entire rest of the time, I legitimately think it would be fun if it was just a video game i yeah. really do i don't think the card or the board or any of that is necessary i, I like the card setup and it's yeah. like a little more interactive especially when you're shouting out clues and stuff mm-hmm. um three players would be the max i would play this with right uh two players is, is excellent five players was just like there's not there's much. not enough there's not enough for mm-hmm. people to do there's not enough interaction and no i th- i think i like the game a lot and i think it's a really fun game but with that player count it's not as good what was you guys' take on the complexity of the case um i didn't think it was that complex right. I, we uh, and saying that we did not get it right but no. <laughs> but right. it's not i think if we would have dug a little more in but at that point like we, i don't think anyone was yeah i don't yeah. think anyone was having that great of a time no. including me but before when amber and i were playing and this is my biggest complaint with the game is there is a time like a 24 hour clock but it does not tell you how long this case is supposed to last so that time is constantly clicking down and you have no idea how much time you have which is kind of frustrating yeah mm-hmm. you you mentioned that there was a time limit of some kind and i never felt like that was a factor so our our first two games the first game we like cut it really short and then we didn't understand some stuff so we played it again and we got like 140 out of 100 because we finished so far ahead of time oh. because we thought we had to rush through it. We just happened to get the right path. And in the second game, same thing. We finished ahead of time because we have no idea when this game ends. So you're, we're just like scanning stuff. like, And, <laughs> right. and there's a lot of times where we wanted to go do something else, but we were too nervous about the time thing. And so we could, in, the, in our game we played, we could have went farther and dug a little deeper and went and saw different people and probably got a, a better score. But mm. it wasn't very complex. Not like detective. Like detective right. is like in depth. <sighs> yeah. Like so it complex. is written by like detectives. I feel like so. <laughs> yeah. It's it's funny because like detective, I would like equate to like Hercule Poirot. You know, from Mur- Murder on the Orient Express. Never mind. It's all good. I'm gonna keep I've going with this analogy. No. Nor have I read that book. So uh, go on. And, Apparently, uh, there's even a remake on it. And Chronicles <laughs> of Crime is more like the Hardy Boys. Yeah. And so anyway, <laughs> Professor Plum. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk, talk to me in language I understand. All right. Fine. So uh, Detective is Sherlock Holmes and Chronicles of Crime is the Hardy Boys. Detective. I'm down with that. Detective yeah. is uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Chronicles of Crime is Sherlock Holmes, Will Ferrell. <laughs> oh, Watson and Holmes. <laughs> yes. So yes, like that. That is correct. So, but again, I, I really like this game. I want it to be something else. Like, I don't want it to be that detective. And they're coming out with other stuff. Like they're coming out with like a noir version, which mm. which I think will be cool. Yeah, and then kinda, there's another one, that. right? There's another one that's like teenagers from the '80s trying to to figure something out. And I'm way more into those ideas than being a detective game. Mm. So I don't think the case was that have so far been that hard. Well, right. so can, if we can for a moment, let's talk about technology in board games mm-hmm. because this is a I, I feel like it's a trend that's growing, not going mm-hmm. away, which is fine. I'm yeah. not complaining about that. But I think some games have done it really well. Some games have done it really poorly, and some games have taken it to a point where I'm not sure this is a board game anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. And I personally feel like Detective, or sorry, Chronicles of Crime, mm-hmm. I feel like it crossed that line. 
Like it was so dependent on the technology that the board game aspect was near unnecessary. Yeah. Well, you don't. I mean, you need the QR codes from the board game, but also, but also, or they could just program a tree where you press things on your iPad. Right. Like but it also, is, in this game's defense, it's like twenty five dollars. So okay. you are not paying a ton of money, and the app is free. So you're not paying a ton of money for what you get in the box. Mm-hmm. It's more for the app development mm-hmm. that, that you're gotcha. paying for. And I think they're trying to make it more interactive. Like five people was clearly too much, but yes. like, but if you want to play it at home with like your family or something mm-hmm. like that, make it a little I more. I can interactive. picture it being great for families. Absolutely, like if you have like kids that you can't pry off the iPads or whatever. Right. So now you're giving them some a little interactive do. It's mm-hmm. not it's not super hard. Like you yeah. can figure it out. Whereas like Detective also uses technology, but they did it in a whole another way. And only one part of the game, like you can't play Detective without that website. Like you just won't be able yeah. to. Yeah. But that website is not the only thing in the game. No, and in you have fact, a lot to do. We spend less time on that website in Detective than doing other things in the game, and mm-hmm. definitely discussing and writing things and down on paper. The, and, and that's the biggest yeah. thing. And especially, not to say anything about anyone at the table, but Chronicles of Crime, I don't, I didn't really need anyone's help. Like no, that right. was easy for me to go I, through. I agree. But Detective, like that's not something just one person doing all that stuff you no. can't do. And then also, every time we've played it, people are are hearing things that are coming up with ideas that I didn't come up with, or I'm mm-hmm. that exactly. I didn't here and so you need that collaboration but i am not one way or the other for technology and board games like some like you said some things are really mm-hmm. great some things are, are less so descent yeah, the descent. is a good example 100 percent with the app so yeah, yeah. and i th- we've talked about descent another yeah. episode but they have this the in awesome app where it basically plays the bad guy so it we makes get to play, it fully co-op yeah we mm-hmm. get to play our heroes all on the same team and then all of the bad guys on the board are ran by the app but the crux of it like you cannot play that without the board game. Right, because you still need to roll the dice. Absolutely. You're still doing mm-hmm. all the damage mm-hmm. for everyone. Right. You're playing the game. It's just telling you how the bad guy moves. Yeah. And even then, it doesn't even know where the bad guy goes on the board. Right. It just mm-hmm. say, And then it gives you instructions. Like, hey, if the bad guy's not within three feet like it or three spaces, it needs to get there. And then mm-hmm. it does this. Then it does this. And so, yes, it's running the bad guy, but it is technology light, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Um, the board game is still very much what you're playing. And then you'll... On the bad guy's turn, you'll look up at the app and be Mm -hmm. like, okay, what is it going to do? Whereas this, if you took out the cards portion of it, I don't think the gameplay would need a lot of work to still function. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest things are like when you're doing the look around at the crime scene and you're mm-hmm. supposed to, and you're shouting out things like yeah. that's the biggest thing and again that's the not to say it's and the that, best part but it is the fun. most it's interactive the part, part. It, absolutely yeah. that was legitimately fun like looking around that crime scene that was fun they need to do way more of that oh, way and so then much more less like running from space to space talking about to uh, people about less stuff. scanning of qr right i mean that's where i kind of come down on the the technology and board games debate it's like what does the technology bring to it is it, like if it doesn't bring a lot is it it might be more of a gimmick right you know but if, if you're using it to really supplement the experience a lot like detective does where you've got like built-in wikipedia pages mm-hmm. about oh, stuff gosh, that you could do so additional crazy. reading and like it, it, if it's supplemental to the experience and really adds a lot of you know extra meat to the game then I'd say I'm, I'm all for it. But well, like, and that's uh, those Wikipedia pages aren't built in. Those are links to oh, live the, yeah, Wikipedia that's right. they pages. Are yeah. Right so in, yeah, yeah, so which is like amazing. So mm-hmm. they're taking stuff that's already on the internet and they're using. And these are true life stuff. Yeah. I mean Wikipedia, but yeah. there's, <laughs> there's stuff that links to like World War II stuff in that game. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it, I think you hit it right on the head. Like, is it as long as it's not taking away from the game, mm. and you need it to improve the game, like. 
Star Wars Imperial Assault app, which is the same app and the same company, <laughs> but it's so inferior yeah. to the Descent yeah. app. It, it, it's so just, inferior. It's just amazing. It's frustratingly yeah. inferior. Exactly. We were we were crushed and disappointed when we put. I mean, it wasn't that the app was bad. It was just like we waited it, over two years. They announced that, and yeah. then it finally came out, and we were so excited. So that app would be amazing if the Descent app didn't exist. But, oh, that's, but that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. I've already seen the same company implement it a hundred times better. In, in the same game with a Star Wars skin. Like exactly. Descent, Star Wars uh, Imperial Assault is just Descent with a Star Wars skin. Yeah. That yeah. is all that game is. And I'm fine with it because it's super awesome. Yeah. I love And I love both those games. And so we played, so when in our fledging. Uh, fledgling. Fledgling. <laughs> fledging. That's when you. Fledging. That's when you make an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's fletching. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, fletching. Um, so when we were in our early stages of board games, Descent was one of the first games we got, mm-hmm. and oh, it was yeah. it was yeah. above us. Like we just didn't understand mm-hmm. at that point. Oh, agree. So we didn't really like it. So I bought Descent was like my first big this second edition Descent. So it was my first big purchase, and we played it, and we just couldn't get into it. We couldn't understand it. We just didn't have that base, and we didn't have anyone to teach us other than ourselves. Right. We this was purely us just teaching ourselves how to appreciate. And I remember I was playing the Overlord in our first ever game of Descent, and none of us knew what we were doing, and I was way out of my yeah. And it just and then so we didn't play it for a really long time because we thought it was a bad game, Mm -hmm. and then once we got back into it, like holy crap, Descent's really fun. It's like a really great game. We just didn't (laughs) understand play it properly. So yeah, so (laughs) so our biggest complaint with Descent when it when we first played it is we thought stun took away your whole turn, Mm -hmm. and we're like that's stupid. What doesn't it takes away one of your actions? And that's two actions. Yeah, and so yeah, so it's still a hindrance but it does not ruin the game but that was our fault and no one else's mm-hmm. so um and then that app came out and made it co-op and we said a hundred times we like co-op stuff more than we mm-hmm. uh, i mean we'll play anything but we like co-op stuff in general yeah, we, we tend to favor co-op yeah and so when it made it co-op it's it just so much better and it's just i don't know star wars imperial assault just couldn't this this is all technology in a board game that simply complements the board game right yeah. and that is back to uh chronicles of crime i feel like the technology there is the game and then there's cards you scan to help you play Mm -hmm. but i feel like the technology is the actual gameplay well and then the cards are just scanning things but i think the reason they did it is well i know the reason they did it like this is for it to be a more interactive experience Mm -hmm. so you could play with more than one person so i mean no one wants to play one game uh multiple people play one game on an ipad like that's Mm -hmm. no fun no one right i mean that's as little amount of fun as we had with five people playing this game (laughs) on one ipad but but two or three that game's great but Mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree and i love chronicles of crime like i would love to play it with you again if it was just like you and me or you me and mark Mm -hmm. like i think it'd be a totally different experience with us and we'd have to play it on hard or something because there's no reason to discuss that case like Mm -hmm. like you guys know this is what i'm gonna do right (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. like the thing to do the thing to do i i almost wish that it was competitive like each of us played it on our phones or whatever Ooh, do it like um the sherlock holmes game yeah yeah. we're we're all racing to solve Mm -hmm. the case i we're all scanning and then you see someone suddenly like run over to the living room and they're spinning around staring at their phone or, and you're like oh no yeah. or you see someone scene. put out a location I'm like yeah, how the yeah. hell they get that location like <laughs> where'd they get that location from i know yeah um, oh, that's a great idea that is, yeah. a, that is a super great idea I th- actually i think that game would have been fun because yeah. now we're all super involved we're all doing stuff I, you would 
have to change the mechanics uh, of it. Sure. But, yeah. Or but, teams, like a team of yeah. two. Because now you're looking at your phone. Now you're shouting out to your teammate, like, hey, I, we need this stuff. And then everyone's like, oh, my oh, God, God, why are they getting that? Or exactly. If, if they go to a location you know you've already been and they start shouting out oh, things that are like, different than yeah. what, you, oh, yeah. like, that are what? what you found out is like, oh, what did I miss? Yeah. Like, what did, what <laughs> did no, I, that would be a lot of fun. That'd be great. I, yeah. I think that version would be fun. But as it is now, two players. Yeah. That's yeah. a two player game. Yeah. it's like, And like I said, I was excited for you guys to play it because Amber and I had such mm-hmm. a good time. But it's like halfway through, I was like, this isn't great. Like, no, this isn't like I, good I'm for not too having many fun. Yeah. Um, but I 100% understand right. why it was it is fun for you and Amber. Sure. And I'm not saying you and Amber. I'm saying two, two people. Two, yeah, yeah, two exactly. people. It could be anybody. Two yeah. to three but people. I would, people yeah. just discussing the game. Yeah. But five people, it's like you don't need all that. I would yeah. play that with just you. Yeah. Happily. Absolutely. But I never care to play it again when we all get together. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not built for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or if they like release cases where like exploring crime scenes or looking for evidence in general is more, pro- is more prolific yeah. than, than what. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. the you two could even times. Do, yeah, exactly. You could do even do it for like two people and then like one person shuffling through this right. stack of cards trying mm-hmm. to find all of the stuff that you guys mentioned yeah it's uh, yeah. yeah well i mean we've said it enough that game is fun for lower player games yeah hot take we, we <laughs> <laughs> little hth for you at this time at this point it's a lukewarm take well people yeah. love that game like really? it, that is a renowned game people are in love with that game but i don't know are we doing it different than they did like how <laughs> are they getting people involved I don't know. and it's like i hear i like i just like was reading a forum and they, they were kind of like making fun of detective a little bit for the writing and i was like i don't know about that yeah i, I thought think detective was really really incredible good. yeah i was like i think that's a bad take like <laughs> and I, I didn't i didn't like log in and no be like God, that's no. a bad take sir no, you to know the, to the internet because I'm, no, I'm, not, I'm not gonna get mad at mad online if there's but... one thing i know about the internet it's that arguing always changes yeah minds. exactly <laughs> well, well and that's what i was trying to figure out like if there was something i could do like if i pass the ipad to the next person would that make the game any better and i was like no because then now i'm in the same situation situation as dave's in now exactly and then as soon as dave passes he's right back in the same situation <laughs> yeah, yeah, as yeah. he was before like it doesn't matter it yeah it just doesn't matter, yeah, no, if, it doesn't matter. if your interactivity is tethered to a piece of one finite piece, techno- one yeah. technological yeah stuff then it's like oh it's hard it's hard to get everybody on board with there that. are characters that work at scotland yard and like a scientist or whatever if each person was that character and right. their cell phone was linked to that character and then you had to say hey i need the scientist to scan this and then this player who's the scientist would mm-hmm. scan that with their own phone yeah. that's a whole different thing because now people are interacting with different things exactly but. and then like you could even do like a deal where like you break off into teams and then like you at the end of the day or oh yeah get back like together. you have to get yeah. back together and make sure you share all of the information yeah alchemist is another game what that mm. uses technology oh, amazing yeah. like i don't understand that game and, and no means good at it but like it uses technology in a perfect way as a supplement yeah it's so mm-hmm. uh, alchemy is a game where alchemist. alchemist is a game where the end of the game has a solution right. to it's sort of a, a half puzzle, half victory point game. It yeah. is a puzzle victory point game. <laughs> and at the end of the game, there is a certain solution to the puzzle. The puzzle is what ingredients make different colored concoctions. Right. Mm-hmm. If you don't play with the app, then one player has to basically not play the game. The one player is the app. And yeah, they are the app and they have to sit there knowing the solution and then checking everyone else's work and telling them what concoction they made when they try to mix something. And that's how it would have to function. But because there's an app, now it simply lets everyone play so that no one knows the solution. And everybody mm-hmm. has their own phone. And it like when you start a game up, it says, here's your code for the game. And it's that's the end solution. Yes. Yeah, so you, all put in, so the you put in the code and now you have it. Mm-hmm. And there you go. 
Yeah, that game is a nightmare. I that game's so hard, game. and I do love yeah. that game a lot. But that game is hard. <laughs> yeah, I've only played it once, and I screwed up my, my oh, little that that'll do board, it. And I was like, oh wow, if I never played this again, it would be okay. <laughs> but I would definitely give it another try for the show. Yeah. We did it, right? Yeah, yeah we did episode it. eight. Yeah, right in the can. Yeah, yeah. in the can. In as the they can. Say. Yeah, it's got that. Uh, it's got that fresh new like waveform smell. Has that, oh yeah, the <laughs> freshest. It's really good. <laughs> uh, so if you have any questions or comments or anything, just yeah. email us at randomdrawpodcast at gmail.com visit our Instagram page at randomdrawpodcast visit our Twitter page at randomdrawpod definitely go to iTunes, Stitcher wherever you listen and rate us and give us a thumbs up leave a comment recommend us to your friends just play us on a loop all day long mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's just what I do eight episodes Dan eight episodes you nailed it like I got it, it. yeah you I got, got the it. housekeeping I got it, I got it down <laughs> now I'm so impressed yeah, I'm so happy it's a science now we did it we did it we've arrived we've trained me <laughs> if you work at a place that has a radio just put us on just put us on we never curse mm, on no. the radio that's correct yeah. <laughs> I have subscribed uh, the podcast to two work phones now oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, one day someone will find it and then they'll just play it oh, that'll be great and it'll be a real roller coaster ride for them <laughs> like what is this like, what does this whoa! have to do with whoa! medication exactly and now for something completely different They're we wonderful. went out to breakfast this morning and I got a stuffed waffle and it's not so much as stuffed as piled on top of it, but it was just like that is not stuffed. No, it, I, I was off. also confused <laughs> when it came, and it was just, I didn't say what it was, and she never asked what I wanted in it, so I was like, oh, I guess I'll just take what you got. And it was like a bunch of different fruit, not like cherries or blueberries, but like pineapples and like all kinds of nonsense fruit. You can't do pineapple. Uh yeah, it makes my stomach upset, so I oh, scraped okay, it gotcha. all off anyway. Uh-huh. I was like, rep, see you later. But also, <laughs> but also chocolate sauce, weird, which what? I thought was weird, and I and. And all I could think the whole time during breakfast was like, I really just want a regular waffle. I don't want all this nonsense. Yeah. But it was like kiwis and like all kinds of crazy fruit in there. That's crazy. Kiwis and a waffle? Someone Insane. At, someone at my local diner was real, really feeling it this not, week. Not kiwi with chocolate. Kiwi with chocolate. Stra- yeah. Strawberries was fine. If it would have been like strawberries, but I don't want like strawberries or bananas. just blueberries. There were no bananas, what? oddly enough. The thing that no. makes the most sense with <laughs> yeah. chocolate and no, yeah, no. seriously. <laughs> no. You're a lunatic. None of that. No, but it, and if I want on a topping on my pancakes and or waffle or whatever, I want it as like a sauce, like a blueberry oh, sauce. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want just like, hey, here's some raw fruit. Like, I guess enjoy your food. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. You and like it, they, like the, the, what do they call that? Like I don't know. Preserves? I, I, yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, I know it's a syrup. It's just a fruit syrup. I want to say a remoulade. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that's definitely wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A nice fruit remoulade. Yeah. That's off of I, my love, s- I love a poor boy with a nice blueberry remoulade oh, what's that boy with <laughs> like an mm. oyster po'boy with mm. a blueberry remoulade. Oh, yeah, yeah i tell you oh. Oh, so what's the, that those stupid um... cajuns will put anything in their mouth <laughs> <laughs> so this reminds me while i was at bethany blues i saw like th- this woman and she was going up to the buffet and she looked like you barely managed to stretch her skin over her skeleton. Oh, but, yeah. but I, and so she goes to the buffet and she comes back and she has like, you know, three carrots and a piece of lettuce. She's not fully. I'm like, you're at a $23 buffet yeah. full of meat. I yeah. don't know what you're doing with your life right now. 
but it got me thinking about this product that I wish to launch. Okay. okay. See, we have all of these things with like the Apple smartwatches and all that, mm-hmm. uh, where you can test you and it says you've done this much exercise today. And yeah. If you eat stuff, like you put it into it and it says you have to do this much more exercise, uh, the Fitbit and all that. Yeah. So I want to launch a product for people who are too skinny <laughs> and I'm going to call it the Fatbit. Okay. The f- <laughs> so this is not a product for us. No, right, right. no this okay, is not fine. a product for anyone in this room. I mean, I would have to test it and it w- it won't go well for me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's going to say, stop. So, it might, stop it. <laughs> uh, that's what I was yeah. <laughs> You put it on and it just starts screaming. Ah, oh, no, please well, stop. You, that's how you get it. So you when you sell it, the notches only go so far. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like what well, you can't even a regular sized person can't even get it on. No, it wouldn't fit around my wrist. Yeah. It's like no, I know you're you're already there. And I, it would work like the dead opposite. So if it sees that you're exercising a lot, it'll be like ding, don't forget to eat that donut you brought home yeah, yesterday. Yeah. You have to log any snack food that you buy so that it can remind you to, to eat, eat it. it. Yeah. Right. I know you've hidden those Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> Time to 100%. bring them out. You know those chocolate chip cookies on the fridge? Yeah, I see I see you've been not active for an hour. Now would be a perfect time for a cookie. Exactly. Exactly. I like I like the idea of giving it like a voice so that it sounds like kind of like an ant that'll be like, you'll never get a man <laughs> looking so skinny. Yeah. He sees your bones. He's terrified. Is this no- an aunt or a Jewish mother? I yes. only do one accent. Dave. <laughs> Anybody who plays play D and D with me knows that I only do true. one accent. Brooklyn Jew is every single accent you've it's ever true. done. They're yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's spot on. It's yeah. spot on. It's really weird. All of my NPCs sound like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> Really too. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's really yeah. good. Nice. I think this product is going to take off. I think I like the fat bit. <laughs> that's a good, that's right? good name. My, I like the my branding. marketing is flawless. Yeah, yeah I like yeah, the yeah. branding of fat bit. <laughs> it's like club fat. When we go to uh, gym, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I've heard. Yes, club club uh, fatness. Or no, I'm sorry, not club fatness, but uh, planet fatness. Oh, planet. Yeah, fatness. yeah, yeah. I've heard it called planet fatness. Uh, there's no judging there from what I hear. Oh no, yeah, it's, I like it. Yeah. I'm gonna open a line of restaurants. Call them cross fat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. It's, Different uh, types of fat come together. Have you done cross fat today? Uh, I've prayed, yes. Yeah, three kinds of bacon. <laughs> oh. I, just, I just picture it being like a, a like a religious eatery. <laughs> cross fat. Cross fat. Depending on the religion, you got to watch what fat you eat, though. Uh, oh, it's very true. true. So yeah. you got to, like, is it a, a non-denominational? Because now there's a lot we can't eat. Yeah, it's true. I, I'm, just, I'm asking the real questions here, Mark. Yeah, I know. I don't want to offend someone. So <laughs> fat bit. You can't offend anyone with fat bit. <laughs> Are you Uh, sure? Mark, (laughs) tell me all about Glass. Oh, boy. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. It's not a great movie. (laughs) Wait, let me ask you a question before you get started with that. Did you like Unbreakable? I loved Unbreakable. Okay. I thought it was super smart, and uh, I think it was ahead of its time in a lot of different ways. Mostly, you know, it was ahead of the curve with the superhero thing. Yeah, I saw that movie, and I, I didn't get it. But then I never watched it again. Gotcha. So. Like, it, it's, <laughs> that I, would be a problem. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, you, and then of course, you know, did you, did you see? Did you guys see Split at all? No. no. Like that I was like the what that surprise sequel to Unbreakable. Oh, I, I didn't know. I thought this was the sequel. To be fair, I'm surprised by that. But right now, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a surprise. Oh, it's, right? a surprise. it's a surprise that right. existed. Yeah, yeah. So there's like the whole. You go through the whole movie, and the the main villain of Split, you find out, is a collection of multiple personalities played by the guy from X Men, James, James McAvoy. McAvoy. He's got like. 20 some odd personalities stuck in his brain and only one of them can be activated at a time. Hmm. That makes and, sense. Uh, Do they, they know about each other? They know about each other.
each other. Okay. They're all very familiar with each other. And then the way the movie kind of portrays it is like they are all actively fighting for Dominance. like control of him at the same time. Uh, is there like good ones or are they all yes, just there's evil? two factions. There's like the normal oh. there's like the normal group of like well adjusted people and then there's like the outcast group that's uh, called the horde. Oh man. And they are it's not even original. And they worship yeah, this other personality called the beast. Oh so the one. orcs the orc portion of his personality. Yes. Yeah. And it's like the beast. So, Go ahead. So when he is, I've only seen the trailer. Uh, we're going to get super spoilery here. I, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Super right. spoiler. spoiler, I guess. So for the listeners. Um, In the trailer, I see James McAvoy jumping a lot. Yep. Is that the beast? He doing can that jump. Type he of is super strong. <laughs> like he like can crush the life out of people. Uh, He also like can, because in Split, there's this whole like question about, whether or not like there actually is a beast is it just like his weird demented personality but then like at the end of the movie you see him physically scaling walls like pushing mm. his feet into concrete walls and then climbing up them so could he beat unbreakable bruce willis that's exactly what <laughs> is explored in glass they have oh, multiple okay. fights yeah oh, that makes sense yeah so like and it's not until the very end of split after like all of the main actions over that it cuts to like this diner in Philadelphia, and they're like, "Hey, isn't didn't that remind you a little bit of that guy from um, a couple years ago with the train accident? What was that dude's name again?" And it just cuts to Bruce Willis like sipping coffee, and like he oh, like yeah. stares at them, but he's also staring at the camera. Oh, like a gem moment. From yeah, the yeah, yeah. It was definitely like so. It was a total like backdoor sequel to Unbreakable, which mm. is amazing because I'm sure he like he wouldn't have gotten money to make this movie right in other in other ways. You I know? I read a thing <laughs> this week that said M Night Shyamalan. Does. Yes. <laughs> he yes. um, bankrolls his own movies. Yeah, I'm sure he gets a lot of the financing for them. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. Gets you mean just pulls out of his bank account? No, well, I'm, I'm sure like he gets grants and like oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sure he goes to producers. Yeah, but they for say it, most but... of it comes like from not from him, but like he comes up with it, which is unlike how most right. movies are made. Well, there for a while he was so toxic, like you know he couldn't make a movie that wasn't getting just killed. Well, well he did make Avatar, a good... so no, uh, he did the Last no, no, Airbender. Last Airbender. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. that Avatar. That no, Avatar. not James I made the same mistake earlier. I don't like either one of those movies. Yeah. I mean, he's been kind of like on an upswing here lately. A lot of his movies have been actually okay. What else? What did he make before this, before Glass? So he made Glass. He made Split. Lady in the think. Water. Uh, yeah. Stop, see, saying, that was, that was, that was stop the one. saying Split. I don't know what that is. He did Lady in uh, the made, Water. Um, he did uh, Signs. No, no, I know the that. Visit? But did name you see something the visit? that's good. Oh, uh, the, no. The Village. The, he did The Village He did well. The Village he as well. He did The Village. Yep. He was, yep. turns out, Modern Times. Yeah. Modern Times. Spoiler. Spoiler for movies. The Happening. 20 years old. The Happening. Everybody had allergies. Uh, well, the trees were making people kill themselves. Right, because of allergies. Right. Because <laughs> so, the a little, spore? A I little guess. Zofran would have cured that all. A lot of Zofran would have cleared that right up. Water kills aliens. Zofran destroys this plot hole. And it, it's funny because that must be like a recurring theme in his brain because like the aliens are allergic to water and signs. Mm -hmm. And that's Bruce Willis's weakness in Unbreakable. Water. It's like he, if he like is submerged in water, like it weakens him. Which that's... makes no sense. I, does the dude <laughs> fall every time he showers? Like Yes, he's so weak in the shower. Uh, you know, I like. I, it's not like uh, he just can't like punch through doors and stuff anymore. So like it just takes away his super strength. He's so just, he like, becomes a normal dude. person. Yeah, when uh, he's wet. Yeah. James McAvoy's character have a like a cool name. Well, his, his like the character's actual name is Kevin Wendell Crumb. So no, <laughs> no. But like I said, <laughs> yes, he, he, I'm Kevin Wendell. Kevin Crumb. Wendell Crumb. <laughs> I've come down from the Berkshires. He yeah. sounds like an adjunct professor at Yale. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. And that's 
that's uh and like so some of his other like personalities names they, they just have like regular oh, names regular like names. Polly. There's Miss Susan. What's his weakness? His weakness is that whenever he adopts a new personality, like he has all of that personality's weaknesses. So like if he's the beast, he's nearly indestructible. But then he has another personality who has type one diabetes. Oh, so he has what? to give himself. So insulin he has shots? to hit so himself with body, insulin his shots. His whole body changes. Yeah, his, that's that's kind of like the oh, that man. was explored in crazy split a little bit. What a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you get all the good stuff with being like a superhuman, but also like if you just happen to give up your personality to the person with the beatus, like you got to worry about your blood sugars. <laughs> oh man, I was the personality that doesn't believe in medicine. Right. So, so, like Bruce, so Bruce Willis can be killed with a super soaker and uh, the beast is a uh, candy bar will do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Get with that Snickers bar. Yeah. So it, it's, it was, so we're watching this movie and it's two hours and 15 minutes. Of course it is. And I'm like, what on earth are we going to be doing in this movie for two hours and 15 minutes? Cause there's only like three main characters right. and they're all in the same location throughout the entirety of the movie. Like for the most part. And I'm like, like watching this movie and there are vast stretches where just like not a lot happens. This has got to be like a commentary on like Marvel movies. <laughs> like <coughs> that was my, that was like my postulation. I was like, he had to have written this knowing that there, there were people who would go see this movie thinking it was going to be like an action, an movie? Action, movie. action movie. Well, given the trailers though, they're very <laughs> misleading that because the trailers look like he's just running around jumping off walls or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And like Spider-Man, they were like action set pieces, but it was, it was so interesting. We, my girlfriend and I discussed this on the way home. It's it's like a commentary on like normal it's like superhero movies. It's it's so bizarre because like the big showdown in the parking lot between the Beast and Bruce Willis's character, who David Un- Dunn, Unbreakable, <laughs> Unbreakable, yeah. Him. But I think think they call Unbreakable. It, they Unless call him the Overseer soaker. in right. the movie. Oh, the Overseer. The Overseer. I don't. Okay. I don't yeah, like I don't. That. That I mean, sense. they called him the like they, he had apparently all sorts of names. That the Overseer. Was your like, superpower should be directly incorporated in your name somehow. Yeah, they, he apparently want- was dubbed like the Tiptoe Man at one point oh, by the gosh. Philadelphia media. So Great. that's played Way for a laugh. Way to go, Philly. <laughs> the tiptoe man. I want my superhero name to be the landlord. Fat. <laughs> the landlord. Fat bit. Yeah. Fat, fat, fat bit. bit. Yeah. Fat bit. Yep. It's so, me, fat bit. <laughs> so they have this huge fight at like the very end of the movie and like this is, it basically results to two strong guys pushing each other. Oh good. Like they're just shoving each other and it's so grounded and so low stakes that the whole time I'm watching I'm like, yeah, who cares who wins? Yeah, I'm like, this is, I guess this is kind of <laughs> what it would be like i don't know like I'm, the I'm, fate of this parking lot is yeah. <laughs> right it's like watching two it's like watching two dads fight over a parking spot <laughs> like at a, at a soccer game like i'm like i'm gonna watch but i don't care who yeah, i'm rooting for right it's like, like oh, i'm gonna that's over right like, definitely i'll crack a cold one and you know watch but um and like so i, I that's got to be a conscious decision right because it wasn't like the most exciting thing i don't know he's made some really bad he's, conscious he's decisions. made some bad <laughs> conscious decisions and i'm like I'm, I'm, i'd probably give the movie like you can't do seven let's say no i wouldn't i would all right let's say if it was on a on a scale of one to ten sure but you can't pick seven but you can't can't pick pick seven seven, i would give it probably like my knee-jerk reaction was six okay all right so like a like a pass a passing somewhere between six and eight you'd give it (laughs) (laughs) like if i can pick a number yeah that's the deal if i if i can't pick seven then i I, i'm not giving it an eight so it's got to be six but that actually says a lot that like given those options you choose to down yeah you choose to go down with I it, know that's so. why it's the most interesting rating system I've ever heard <laughs> game over man game over